Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! Are we young? Yeah. Great. No, I'm with you. It was... Ugh. We can get... <laughs> not... It was ugh. It is not one of my favorites. No. Um, it is... not the best episode, but... No. We can it's... sure talk about it for another 30 minutes, probably. Yeah, we can, we can make that happen. Yeah. Hello! <sighs> we used all our banter already, you know? We don't have any banter. Did you see it? Do you want any banter? <laughs> I played reggae music for a bunch of kids. So I don't know what, how I feel about it, because, like, you know, we're singing, like, Three Little Birds, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to sing it, like reggae style because the whole idea of like doing these genre, different genres of music each week right is to like expose kids to the genres of music mm-hmm. now we're a bunch of white people in lincoln park playing at a preschool yep. right so like problem a but we don't make the curriculum it is delivered to us via corporate and so like we gotta roll with that so it was reggae week so we're doing three little birds and like you know reggae doesn't use proper grammar all the time and it's true uh and there you know you have these slant rhymes based on like morphing of vowel sounds at the ends of words and things like that so like i'm trying i don't want to sacrifice that because that's a part of the style but then i also feel like i'm a white person doing like a caricature of reggae music by like sampling it that way and like imitating it and i just it didn't feel great being like saying like was instead of were for Mm -hmm. certain things because i know those are the words and that's like how the song goes but, like, I just felt a little racist while I was doing yeah. it. So that's how my day was. I felt a little racist <laughs> while Skylar's I performed some today. reggae music for toddlers. Which True. leads us into Welcome the Feeny Call. The Feeny Call. A Season whole show. One, episode 18. About natural consequences. Yeah. <laughs> you, when you, if you're going to do the crime, you got to be ready to do the time. That's true. And that's what we're all about here today, kids. Episode. On episode. 18. 18 of season one. Title is It's a Wonderful Night. I'm assuming it's a play on It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, I guess. But it has not like nothing the episode to has do anything with the plot to do with it. It's a Wonderful Life. Not even sort of. Not even a little. So I'm not really sure. Anyway, especially I'll considering off. they later like there's like a Christmas episode that does kind of do like I mean it's it's like the Christmas Carol, but it's also mm-hmm. a little It's a Wonderful Lifey. Yeah, because he's like looking at life without him. You without know? him, yeah. Anyway has nothing to do with it. You're right. It's true. Yeah. But that's just, the episode I don't understand why. But whatever. I'll kick us off with a little, little trivia. Yeah. Um, I kind of talked about this a little bit in episode 16 with it being the longest running show on Disney Channel. Piggybacking off of that, the syndication of Boy Meets World was so successful that ABC Family started to air it twice during its daytime and evening schedule in 2014. And MTV2 also airs the show on weekends and in june 2014 primetime airing of the show on disney channel registered 1.825 million viewers according to a report in 2014 2014 yeah that would have been when they were like bombing it getting ready for, girl for girl meets, meets world, world. Mm-hmm. disney channel did like week-long marathons of yes. Meets world to be like in case you didn't watch this show 20 years ago looking at you eight-year-old we would but, like you to watch this to then watch our new show. <laughs> I mean, the craziest thing is that it got viewers. Oh, 1.8, yeah? like, that's a lot of, million, 1.8 million people sat down and watched Boy Meets World. Not just 1.8 people. <laughs> just 1.8 1.8 persons. <laughs> I don't know what point point eight eight of you they're that missing you have, but something. I appreciate that you're sitting, taking the time to sit and watch Boy Meets World. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I think I've talked about this a little bit before, but it's one of those things where I don't even, 
it, it feels so little to me because I don't hang out with a lot of people who are as obsessed with Boy Meets World as I am. I had one, two friends in high school who really liked it as much as I did. Mm-hmm. But it's a, I mean, it's it's a thing. It's a whole yeah. big thing, and there's a market for it, and people out there want to watch it and talk yeah. about it. So here we are. Uh-huh. Uh, are your fairy uh, god podcasters? Fairy. You know what? I had a friend say something. Godcasters, your fairy godcasters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that You're you welcome. arrived at that one. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> what I was saying. <laughs> I had a friend say something very nice the other day, and that was, hey, I had never really watched Boy Meets World that much. Like, I had kind of watched it, but, like, not a lot. Yes, it was. He said, but I think I really enjoy your guys' podcast, Mm -hmm. and I've started watching, like, an episode and then listening to your guys' episode in relation. And I'm like, that's cool. Thanks, man. He's like, yeah. So that was nice. Yeah. So anyway, let's do a recap. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, it's time for a recap. It's time for a recap. All right. Um, We need a recap jingle. Season two. Oh, yeah. Season two. Just wait for all those audio effects we lay into you. <gasps> we're going to put in a, like... Soundboard season gonna, two. Oh, Sound man. Board, season you think that two. our opening is fun now. Just you wait. Just the opening's not going to change, probably. No. But we'll add, like, a cool, like, bell ringing and then, like, another hip-hop thing that comes in before we do the recap. Yeah. And then we'll do, like, some trumpet fanfares for, like, the MVP. And, like, we'll just get really wild with the soundboard. And yeah. everyone... In years from now, everyone will be like, oh, I love the Feeny Cult. They got weird in season two with all that like yes. extra sound, but then they really found their footing with season three. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> that's exactly um, what I want. That's the arc say. we want. We want to be that it's for you. It's what the people want. It's what they need. I can't help what the people want, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what happened anyway. in this one? It's my turn, right? 30 seconds on the clock. Roll the sound effect for like a weird time card flipping. Anyway. Uh, we'll, and we'll on your mark. Get set. Why am I? I'm the one going. I don't know why you're tired. Ty- yeah. On your mark. Get <laughs> set. Go. So in this episode, it's like a scamming thing, and Corey and Sean are gonna watch an R-rated movie while their babysitter is p- picking at zits. And uh, 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 what's his name? Jesus Christ. Eric goes to get his driver's license, but he fails, and uh, they have a date. So Jason lies and says that he got his license, so then go on a date. But then he parks at a wrong curb, and it gets impounded. And then they all get caught. And they're in lots of trouble, and Feeney has to last-minute babysit and catches all of them, and he's bad at babysitting, and they all get caught, and that's that's they it. Learn their that's it. You know, that's kind of it. I, I don't, mean, that was not a bad recap. I felt like I was scrambling. But here's the thing: the not a lot happens in this episode. That's where I was at. Like, it's really like a bullshit episode. It pretty much is. It's not. I don't want to say it's a bad episode because it's not necessarily a bad episode. It's fine. But it just doesn't have, it doesn't have the weight. It doesn't carry the weight that some of the other episodes in this season do. Yeah. Well, and as far as like, if, you know, we're going to talk about it and when we get down to like, what did you learn? Like, what did you learn? Sometimes you you do shit and then. Consequences. Consequences. That's what we learned. Listen, if you have an accident that gets you. Into a consequence situation. That is what we call an accident. Were you going for accident or were you going for actions have consequences? Both okay. of the things. I mean, actions and have I consequences. Is Why like, say more words when few words do trick? The the, the theme here is that accident. Yeah. Accequences is the theme of this episode. But like really, like, I don't know. You know, we're going to talk about it. And I, I can't help but feel like it's like we're going to be stretching. Because the theme is actions have consequences. Mm-hmm. And Eric literally says it when he's like, oh, with your little baby scam and your movies. But hey, if you're going to do the time and crime, you better be ready to do the time. I don't know. It's such a it's it's fine. 
it's fine. You know, it's, it, yeah, that's I don't, a, I, I don't love it. anyone's character. Yeah, no. no one stands out as like an exemplary version of themselves. No. Everyone's kind of the worst version of themselves in this one. Like even except Alan and Morgan. Amy, except yeah, for Morgan. You're right. In every way. But like Feeney's the worst version of himself in this yeah, one because he's shitty to kids. One. He's real shitty to the kids in this episode. He is. He's real shitty to Morgan. He is. And but like, also, I love their moments together. It's when he cute. Won't put on the hat. It's cute. But he's shitty to Morgan. And Alan is shitty to Amy. And Amy's kind of shitty to Alan. And Corey and Sean are the most shitty 11-year-old shitty versions of themselves. And stupid. And stupid. stupid. So stupid. So stupid. So stupid shitty 11-year-old versions of themselves. I mean, we'll get into it, but... And, yeah, like, it's... Eric and Jason are the worst versions of themselves. Like, no one is no one is good in this episode. No. no one tries well, like, tries hard and does well. Yeah. You know? It's just... <laughs> it's one of those things where it's not even a lesson that continues to be learned. No, throughout. it's just, it's, it's such, such like a, a, just a generic. It's almost like they were getting close to the end of the season and they were just like, oh shit, we gotta, yeah. we gotta like, get I'm sorry, you ordered 22? Yeah. Uh, oh no! We guess, I guess we can get another one in there. Yeah. Everyone just phone this one in. Like, so that's kind of what it felt like just a little bit. I agree. Even with the title, that. Title's lazy. Title's lazy. The everything's lazy. It's yeah. It's just not a good. It is not. I don't. And I usually appreciate Jason. Just I think he's kind of goofy and funny. He sucks in this. He sucks in this episode. He's such a shit. He is shit in this one. That's all I got. One of those things where I. I, I never met anyone, and I'm just not. I guess I'm not a bad kid, and I've never rolled with bad kids, but. I could not lie to my friend's parents like that. Not on that big of a scale. I could lie in if, like a little way of yeah. like, oh yeah, we'll be home. We were totally home by 10 last night. Right. If it's something where like we have mutually either already done something mm-hmm. or you spawn an idea and you're like, you don't have to say anything. Just like go along with it. Yeah. Like that's fine. But I would never subvert you in a conversation with your parents and like lie to them and tell you to shut up while I swindle your parents. Like I never had the balls to do that. That's fucked. And then he hits on Amy a little bit. Right. He like hits on Amy. Like, I mean, Jason's always a little bit of like a gross human who's always clearly thinking with his dick. Yeah. It's just, it's bad. It's bad. It's It's bad. Everyone's bad. Everyone's Everyone's bad. bad in this one. And let's talk about why. Let's just let's rattle. Just, let's just talk about why everyone sucks. Everyone, one by one, we list all the characters. Because, like, if we're going to, like, we can't talk exactly much about, like, what did you learn? Yeah. Actions have consequences. Pretty much, yeah. You know, like, you, you do, do something shit, wrong, you, get, you caught. get caught, and then you're punished for it. Yep. We could end the episode right there. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's rattle off why everyone sucks because that sounds like more fun. Yes, it does. <laughs> let's start with Amy and Alan. Amy and Alan. Because I actually did appreciate when she's like, all right, calm down, hang on, wait, pause. He, I mean, he obviously has more to say to Eric, and she does kind of, constantly, she's kind of shutting Alan down from losing his shit, which is understandable. Alan losing his shit is not going to help anyone except Alan. Mm -hmm. And really, it's not even going to help Alan because he's going to say something that he's going to regret because Mm -hmm. that's just kind of Alan. He has a little bit of an explosive personality. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate the fact that she was like, wait, let's take a breather. I want to think about this, and I want to talk to you. And she makes Eric go to his room before she has that conversation right in front of him, Mm -hmm. which I do appreciate. It's just, yeah, the whole thing is, it just feels so... Like, they're just not... They're not meshing. Mm-mm. What were you going to say? 
it made me like it just furthered my case that this is a lazy and like writing episode because mm-hmm. this is what the like sixth time we've watched amy be like alan stop kid leave the room alan let me talk you down yeah now let's go do the punishment thing yes like we're still in the first season of the show and we've seen this device used like Three six times. Yeah. I don't even know how many times. And that just furthers the case that this is a lazy writing episode, especially because in this moment, I don't know. I kind of disagree with her a little bit. I don't disagree with the fact that like, yes, the punishment is that you're punishing me by not letting him get a license. But I don't entirely see like Alan wasn't, I don't know. He wasn't like ballistic. Okay. Clearly like, no, not like he was you when know, Eric got his modeling job. Right. He wasn't about to, like, beat him or anything. Yeah. He wasn't even about to really yell at him that badly. Mm-hmm. Any more so than he deserved. Because, like, this is fucking big. Dumbass yeah, lies. Is... Basically steals a car. Yep. Drives without a driver's license. And then gets it impounded. Yeah. Like, there's so many levels of bad to this. Like, yes. grounding for two weeks and then, like, oh, you have to drive at your brother and sister everywhere. Like, that's not really, in my opinion, a severe enough punishment. <laughs> I mean, I having an older brother who had to take me from point A to point B a lot of the time, that is a pretty severe punishment. And as soon as Amy kind of started rolling with that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. It's and the I grounding for two weeks I, that gets me. Yeah. Like that grounding should have continued Should have been like a month. Yeah. And then he has to drive his siblings right. everywhere. But yeah, the siblings everywhere thing, that's just a pain in the ass. Because Amy's spot on when she says... Eric views this as like, I'm going to go on dates and I'm going to be, I'm going to have right. the freedom to go hang out with my friends whenever I want and go. I just, it's, it screams freedom to him. Yeah. And all of a sudden that freedom is being taken away. Right. And I totally get that. So I, and what yeah, I, that's the other thing that bothers me from. is like, it's ridiculous to me to think that Alan and Amy haven't had that conversation and that like that much is not clear to Alan already that like, oh, once Eric gets his license, he is then responsible for driving the other two children around a lot. I mean, yes and no. I think if Amy has been pretty much solely responsible of that so far, it it probably didn't even cross Alan's mind. It feels like Amy would have said something about it before. You know, like... Maybe in passing, like, wow, I can't wait for Eric to get his license then I don't have to take the kids everywhere. Sure. But at the same time, I mean, unless Eric has a car... Yeah, like, it doesn't really help you that much. It doesn't, yeah, much it's not if, gonna... She, well, she gets to sit home and relax while I he guess. takes them everywhere on sure. a Saturday afternoon. Because she's a very lackadaisical real estate broker. Yeah. Um, Which you can be when you're in real estate. It's very easy yeah, to yeah, not yeah, do it's true. shit. You can you're... sell a couple houses a year and call it done. Yeah, um, Well, anyway, segueing backwards to when I think Amy's actually being shitty. This is not... Like, the end of the episode is not when I think Alan and Amy are shitty. I think they're both shitty in the beginning when it comes to like going to this event i think alan is shitty because he clearly like doesn't want to go yeah and, and is kind of being and a is kind of a jerk about, about like, he's kind of being a little bitch about it yeah. exactly instead of just being Sucking nice and supporting you know supporting your wife she, and, she goes to all those stupid grocer balls for right, him you know like come on and so like he's being kind of a like kind of an ass about it the oscars no yeah and then on the flip side of that i think that she she gets petty in her responses to him about it as a, a little bit like yeah. instead of just being like can't you just support me in this like she gets yeah. petty with it which is the least of the problems in the episode yeah. but neither one of them are like showcasing wonderful no. human attributes there no. they're both just being kind of petty it almost feels as though something else is going on mm. and again this is me adding more sure exposition necessary however it almost feels like there was another argument that happened before this or this is like 
something that comes up every year that has never really been resolved because it there it seems like there's just a layer of passive aggressive over the entire thing with them yeah. anytime they're on screen it just feels like a layer of passive aggressive sure. even when she's like he's like are you undermining me right now really mm-hmm. really right now again yeah it oh, feels yeah. like there's just a layer a layer of passive aggressive over every interaction that they have. Sure. So I feel like that maybe uh, it probably since this episode is not the strongest written, that's probably not true. That was probably, I would say even more of an actor or director choice, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's just what it feels like for me with them. It's just not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's talk about why Corey and Sean suck. So Corey and Sean suck. Well, it's not even that they suck in this episode. They're, They're just dumb. idiots. They're dumb as shit. Yeah. They're I would so say. Dumb. I, yeah, because I don't, I mean, they're just, they're 11 year old boys. They want to watch a rated R movie where some guy blows up bikini clad girls. Like, I, I completely understand that 100%. They're hormonal little shits. However, they turn on this movie and Feeny walks two feet away. Right. Two feet away. Like, He's sitting at that little table right next to the door and I like he can't hear everything that's going like on what, on the TV. I, I do not understand the idea. In the in the screen in the you know the screenwriters or whomever's idea it was to put the tea party and them trying to watch this movie in the same room. In the same. Why room. is the tea party not in the kitchen? Yes, exactly. So that we can logically have him crossing back and forth and yes. them having this little stunt of like, oh, we weren't watching anything bad. Yeah. Then I would be like, okay, fine. Like well, they're they're trying to get away with this still. The reason I think that is is because if it was in the kitchen already, there would be no reason for them to go into the kitchen because it the ding happens and she's like, it's my whatever. And so they have to go into the kitchen to get the thing. Yeah. And then they have to come back out to the just more set. bad writing in this episode. Yeah. Though. Like so to not just, create a better plot device of being like, oh, they're having a tea party in the kitchen and they're watching a movie, but Feeney has to cross into the living yeah. room for this. Like coming up with some better way to do that. And then Feeney walks in. He walks over from the tea party or whatever. Exactly. And sees that it, a foot and six inches away. Yep, and sees what's going on on TV and they don't notice that he's right there. And then when they do notice, they're like, um, um, they spend five seconds going, um, 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 instead of looking for the remote. And right. then Corey goes, where's the remote? It's sitting on the coffee table. It's right, right there in front, in front of, of you. And Feeney just grabs it. Oh my. It's just so aggravating how stupid they are. They're so and dumb. And the writing and the, really the directing in this episode is just, it's, it's very very poorly done. Yeah. It's not a good one. It's not a good one. And then which like, very upsetting. I mean, but. don't even get me started on the, like the, the laziness of the movie they're watching. Oh my God. And I, again, I put in my notes, it's always a gazelle on TV. Whenever, you t- <laughs> whenever anyone in any sitcom ever turns on a TV to animal planet, it's always one of two things. It's either like a gazelle running through the forest and mm. then the lion comes up and eat it. Or it's like a gazelle giving birth and yeah. watch the gazelle. It's always a gazelle. As it, it's always a gazelle. But like the TV antics are so lazy. Oh. Like the, the script of this garbage movie they're watching. Yep. I wish that like we didn't even hear any of the fake dialogue in the movie. No. Because it just is it's it's so, bad. so bad. It's so, so bad. Like, oh, here's a scrubby voice. And I'm sexually describing a woman in a situation. And we blow up. Why is it always a woman? Why is he only blow up women's heads? And why are they always dressed in some, like, sexualized professional attire? Terrible. (laughs) 
It's just like there's that stewardess. There's like a doctor. Like it's such a gar. Oh fuck! I hated it. I hated it. The college co-ed in the shower. Yeah. Oh my god. Like exhausting. It's well, and I'm sure that's part of the reason that they wanted to see it so bad was because of all the scantily clad girls. Well, but Corey says to Eric, "Oh, but we'll just fast forward past the nudity." Because Eric, yeah, okay. he says, well, like Sean is gonna let that happen. Right, Sean. Sean thinks with his dick already, but yes. Corey, Corey still wasn't there. No. But yeah, Eric says like rated R for a little nudity, and Corey's like, yeah, but we can fast forward past that. Whereas Sean's sitting here like, he's like, bitch, no, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's ugh, it makes me sick. It's I know. just so disgusting to think about. I hated it. Yeah, that, like that movie sucks. Whenever they talk about the whatever they, because this movie comes back up again. When mm. they disguise it as a paint your wagon movie night. Oh, you're right. It comes back up. Not There's this another, one. No, but, but it's like, like another sequel. stumpy. It's kind of like they. It's a play on like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of like franchise right, like where Saw they make like whatever. a fucking shit ton of them, and it's just like gore, and it's like a bunch of college kids who are like screaming in the woods. Ugh, I hate um, it. I hate it all. Yeah, it's stupid. It's super stupid. But I mean, I get it because it's easy to it's easy to associate in that regard of like, oh, they got this movie, and of course there are like college girls in it and they're going to be scantily clad and he's going to blow up their heads because every 11 year old boy just wants to watch boobs and bombs <laughs> boobs and bombs boobs and bombs that's, our newest podcast that's our I want, can i put that on a koozie <laughs> yes um, i want it sewn into a pillow yeah like a, a cute little boobs and bombs cute little throw pillow um, anyone out there does fan art boobs and bombs boobs and bombs and then like then they wreck this tape and their oh, shitty VCR or whatever. And what pisses me off again about the punishment is that Corey and Eric are both grounded for two weeks. And that feels wildly unjust. Wildly unjust. Like, yeah, Corey and Sean shouldn't have been watching this movie. No. Uh, but that's that's like that. Maybe that's a two-week thing. Yeah. Eric's is longer. Yeah. Because not only is he older, everything he did, what he did was like wildly illegal, illegal and dangerous. Yeah. Well, whereas, I mean, watching a rated R movie... Renting a rated R movie under 17 is technically illegal too, but that's such a less... That's not... No one else was put in danger Yeah. by that, okay? Like, Just your, your brains, your brains were, in were in danger, I suppose. But Eric literally endangers people on the road. Yes. You know, with... Endangers with, those girls, endangers Jason, right. endangers himself, other drivers. Right, other drivers, everyone. Like, it's fucking stupid. It's and he so should be grounded for much longer. For sure. Uh, who else is stupid? Mr. Feeney. Feeney sucks in this episode. Feeney does suck in this episode. Feeney is a rude motherfucker. Feeney is very rude to Morgan. And I get it's because he doesn't want to be there. Like, that's why, of anything, Feeney is the redeeming quality for me in this episode is because you can tell, like, a lot of it is just, he just doesn't want to be there. Sure. He had other plans for the night, and he got roped into babysitting last minute, and he doesn't really I respect wanna, that he, like, what didn't want to be there and shoulders this burden he could have shouldered it with a little more grace yes okay morgan is literally five six 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 years old and i respect that he has gone as far as he had has with the tea party Mm -hmm. and it makes me mad that they wrote this like a little outburst for him because i would have rather have just seen him playing with morgan yeah prior to this moment yeah then like that would have been more enjoyable for me than to to see this moment where he just says like i'm drawing the line at the hat like, you've got clip-on earrings, you're sipping pretend tea, 18 necklaces. Yeah. Why are we drawing the line at the hat? Well, he's probably protested the entire time. So every time she's like, put this on, he's like, no, not another thing. And then she's like, nin, 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 and then he does it. I just, it would have, I would have enjoyed more seeing yeah. the tea party 
prior to this moment and not have seen this little vocabulary vomiting moment where it was clearly like, let's have him say lots of words she can't understand and she'll quiver and he'll roll over on it. And like, what a boring writing cliche. Yeah. You know, I think that Beanie is a nicer human in that like every time we've seen him interact with Morgan prior to this moment has not exactly been enthusiastic, but has been kind. Yes. And patient. Mm -hmm. And, like, right here we see a complete abandon of patience. Yes. And that's just not in Mr. Feeney's character. Yeah. Like, like his patience was definitely tried. Mm -hmm. But it feels really ridiculous that this is where, like, the tipping point on his patience is for a six-year-old. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. When he literally put on a Santa outfit and did all that earlier, but this is too much. This is too, yeah. Come on. I disagree. I disagree. And he's, he's rude. And then... You know, at least he's he's good. He goes to Eric's rescue at the impound. That that with, I, that with is like, another reason that I kind of liked Feeney in this episode. I wouldn't say liked, but he had redeeming moments because he go. Not only does he go, but as soon as Eric says, "I don't have his license," he goes, "Okay, well then, just tell me where it is, and I will go get it for you." Right. Because he doesn't know that he doesn't have a license, but he's he assumes to the drive best away and mm-hmm. come back with the license in yes. order to get him out of the situation because that's i mean he already took the trip out there with morgan and Corey mm-hmm. and sean right he had to pile everyone in his car go all the way out there right i, I can imagine it's like i don't know 15 20 minutes away then if eric's like i forgot that's another 20 minutes back to the house 20, 20 minutes, minutes back. back yeah yeah i mean at least and that's true he does assume that like Eric did everything right and got screwed. Yeah. You know, he doesn't assume, like, Eric, what'd you fuck up? You know, yeah. he assumes, like, oh, I'm, this happened to you. I'm sorry. Like, let's, let me help you out. Let's finish this. Let's go home. That's not the case because Eric and Jason suck in this one. I feel like Eric and Jason suck the most. Oh, yeah. And everyone, it's like. It's trickle down suckery it's, I was from there. Say, it's trickle down suckery. Because, yeah, Eric and Jason for sure. Jason the most. And then Eric. Jason does suck the most in this episode. And then. Jason is say, the real suck VP. Yeah. And then I would say Alan, and then Amy, mm-hmm. and then Feeney, and then Corey and Sean. Yeah, because you're right. Corey and Sean don't really suck. They're just They're dumb. They're just being 11-year-old They're being year old dumb 11-year-old boys. Yeah. Who are not hurting anyone. No, except themselves. Yeah, like they're just doing their own thing. Yeah. Being dumb. And then Morgan is the best one. It's true. So Jason obviously sucks. We already kind of talked about it. Yeah. But then, like, the fact that Eric doesn't, like, shut down his friend. Yeah. Well, and he goes into this whole, like, they raised me. They deserve better than that. And then he, he's right, like, and it's Did a, get that it's out a of dumb, like, throwaway gag. Yeah. And I'm like, Ugh. what? Okay. There's a weird shot, though, right before Eric answers the phone where it's a zoom in on his face. And I don't know if they had to go back and reshoot that. And that's why, mm. it, but it's such a weird shot. Because we're in the kitchen, we're in, like, kind of a wide wide shot here and then all of a sudden the phone rings or no i think it's right before the phone rings before the phone rings so it's a wide shot of the kitchen you zoom in on eric and he kind of laughs for a second and then the phone rings and we're back to the wide shot and it's the only time they like close up so i'm guessing that had to be reshot but it's just so bizarre it was such a bizarre shoot and these girls they're with suck they do suck but also it's yeah, they 100% suck, but it, I also was like, yeah, when they got the ticket back and they mm-hmm. were just like, no, fuck you. You right. thought. Bitch, you thought. <laughs> Bitch, you thought. That's true. And then they leave. Maybe they are the MVPs. I mean, they were they they're, were totally just wanting guys with cars. Right. It was not. They're, any, they they're not well-intentioned in any way. No, but and I like the fact that they were like, 
excuse me, you think that we're just here, or we're, you think that, like, I don't know what, what they said. They oh, don't they need were, like, us. They don't yeah, need us. they That's don't need us. Tony with a Y, y is, is the MVP. That's, really? Tony's my MVP. Because he's just doing really? his fucking job, mm-hmm. doing it well, yeah. mind you. Yeah. All right. And he gets taken advantage of by yeah. these teenage girls, which is a little creepy that he's yeah. attracted to them, and they're forcing this on him. Yeah. So that's that's problematic for Tony with a yes, Y. Maybe Tony he's not the y. MVP. Morgan's the MVP. Morgan is 10 out of 10 the MVP. Of You're right. Episode. But Tony's Morgan's just trying to do his really fucking right. job and doing it well. Mm-hmm. And if it weren't for this moment where he gets strangely seduced creepy and seduced by teenage girls, other than that, Tony is a man who's just trying to do his damn job. Obviously, he's going to fall prey because they're two pretty young blondes. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they super duper manipulated him. Yeah, yeah. So... It's it's not okay. It's more his fault than it is theirs, but <laughs> they do super manipulate him. Yes, they go they they are deliberately attempting to manipulate him and he falls prey for their manipulation. So there is that, but to that end, I will say any self-respecting adult man should be like, "Oh, these are teenage girls." Yep, these are these teenagers. These are legally minors. Absolutely not. And sexually active or otherwise, I will not be interested Indulging. in them. Yeah. Uh, that is the thing to do. Yeah. It should it should creep you out a little bit. A little bit. Creeps me out a little yeah. bit. So, you know, there's that. <sighs> Anyone else suck? I guess we got everybody, huh? I guess we pretty much got Pang is not in this episode. So. She's not. Minkus isn't in this episode. Nope. Only it's just people. It's just the family, plus Feeny, Jason, Tony with a Y. Tony with a Y. And the two girls. unnamed girls. Who I feel like we see on another episode. The interesting thing about Boy Meets World is I feel like they have a lot of, like, day players come back. Yeah. I and, feel like, play like different... Yeah, roles. either play different roles or like Sean's girlfriends come back a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Sean has ex-girlfriends who come back and they they play the same girl or yeah, sometimes they play different people. Yes, okay, she was on three. She plays Candy. That's what it is. Candy. She plays, um, who's Candy? Um, Candy's the girl in the, when Corey's the wrestling team. Yep. And here, yep. you know, he's like, here's your candy. Yep. Yeah. She's also in Model Family. She's one of the girls who comes out and sees Eric. In the modeling in the episode. modeling episode. Yes, okay, I was like, I swear to God, we've seen she, this girl before. She's still Tracy, though, in this episode. She is still Tracy. So she's Tracy for Eric family. in this episode and the modeling episode. Yes. And then she plays Candy in the wrestling episode yes. where she's with Corey. Correct. Weird. Yeah. I knew it. I was looking at her, I was like, I swear to God, we've seen this girl in an episode where she's like a Corey mm-hmm. day player. And yep. I was right. I you knew were it. so right. She's also, she was in an episode of The Wonder Years, too. Just for shits and gigs. All the savages. All the savages. I had someone, somebody the other day was like, Saved by the Bell is the worst show, and here's why. Well, do you you follow Zach Zach Morris' trash? That's it! Have you never seen that before? I've never seen that before. Oh my Somebody God. just pointed that out I to me. I love the other Zach day. Morris's trash. It's the funniest thing. Is and it's it something I to be wish like, we. Serious? So, Zach Morris's trash is. It's. So good. Everything they do is so excellent. They make really fantastic videos where they like do little five minute digestions of episodes where they're like, and here is why Zach is trash. And it's so true because Zach Morris is trash. 
He is. A, I mean, so is Corey. So I guess. But Zach can't. Morris is more trash because okay. he's supposed to be like the cool, popular guy, and he continually disregards authority, disregards respect for others, and never experiences consequences. Damn. He never, never experiences consequences. He always gets his way. See, like the definition of white male privilege. He is the textbook definition of cis white guy privilege. Yeah. With like upper middle class family and Aggravating. just like everything about Zach Morris is here's the the worst type of here's everything wrong with America and it is that this human was supposed to be a like the good guy. Yeah. It says revisit some of your favorite Saved by the Bell episodes and learn that Zach Morris was actually a completely horrible human <laughs> being. And they're they're very good. I highly, highly recommend it. Um, Any Saved by the Bell fans out there? There you go. Listen, if I could do the next time I'm gonna next podcast that I will get behind doing is going to be in the vein of Zach Morris's trash, where we're gonna pick something to that effect, mm-hmm. kind of like this dissecting. Yeah. But like right now, we're really trying to like uplift something yeah. we really enjoy. Whereas I would love to do a podcast where we tear something down. <laughs> um, I mean, we did a pretty good job of this episode. This episode we tore down, and, and it was there fun. Will be, there will be a couple episodes that are like that. Because with every sitcom, you're going to have a couple throwaway episodes. Even with dramas. You think yes. about Breaking Bad, there's a ton of episodes yeah. you could pull you get out some of filler, that show. You get some and, garbage. It's fine. And yet, Breaking Bad is one of my favorite shows of all time. And yet, I you can still... finished it. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. But you can still pull episodes out and still have a complete storyline. Like it's just, There's a lot of exposition in Breaking Bad. Sorry. How dare you? I'm sorry. Skylar is dropping things. He is disrespecting my. <sighs> so we agree, time. Morgan is the MVP. <laughs> yes, Morgan is ten out of ten. Ten out of ten, the MVP. Everyone else is trash. Everyone. Everyone else. In everyone this in this episode is, is Zach Morris. Yeah. See, the difference here is like if this were a Saved by the Bell episode, Zach would have gotten away with this. Like he would have gotten caught, but, but spun it so that he wasn't punished mm-hmm. in some way. And that actually, he's just like a fun guy. Didn't you have a fun time? Well, I hate that. Freeze frame, (laughs) strange little guitar riff while everyone's like, who else but Zach? Like Jason would like be the Zach in this situation and he would have been like gotten away with it. And we would have cut to him like sleeping with both those girls. That's obviously too much but (laughs) Feeny kicks Jason out and if Eric doesn't rat Jason out Jason gets away with it that's true unless Eric is like no it wasn't like it wasn't just me it was also Jason it was his idea whatever well I mean his his parents are going to Matthews would understand like oh Jason went along with all of this doesn't matter whose idea it was. They like they can't be dumb enough to think like, oh, Jason thought you had your license. Like they clearly yeah. aren't gonna believe that because he went with Eric went with him to get his license and like yeah, so they they fair. would immediately if they thought for two seconds like and what was Jason's part in this like they would clearly surmise oh he also lied he also was in on this yeah everyone is trash everybody hates trash the worst anyway I digress. Here we are. Everyone's trash. This episode kind of sucked. So it's sorry about you. Uh, hopefully next week we'll be better. But you know what? I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Feeny yeah. Call still. Yeah. While we talked about why they sucked. Because damn it, they can do better. And listen. We're just, we're not mad. We're no. just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it, I, 
appreciate the conversation that we have between the two of us that admits that the show is not perfect. I like having these kind of episodes where we are not like, and this was a great episode because we're like, no, this episode sucked and here's why. And we're not afraid to kind of talk about that. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that about this show and that you guys still listen even when we're ragging on the show because listen, there's no show that's perfect. No. I can't think of a single show that is 100% flawless in its execution and its writing and its continuity. I can't think of a single one because I don't think there is a single one. Yeah. If Damn. there is, let me know mm-hmm. and we'll do a podcast on that. But like here we are with a show that's got it's a lot, lot of continu- continuity errors but also a lot of heart and a lot of good moments. This is just not one of them. That's true. So. God damn, I'm so upset that I didn't think of Zach Morris as trash before someone else. I know. Fuck, it's so good. I'm sorry. Anyway, that's anyway. all for the week. Check us out on the socials at yes. Feeny Call Podcast and FeenyCallPodcast at gmail.com. Also, Feeny Call on Twitter and um, Facebook. We, I'm trying to be better about communicating with people on Twitter. I want to start doing some Q&As, so if you guys ever have any questions, please direct message us on any of the things. You don't even have to email us. I mean, you can, but like, wouldn't it be so cool to like slide into those DMs? <laughs> slide in. And then you get to hear your question read on the air and answered. That's true. Also, since this will air before the thing, we are uh, starting a new thing coming at you soon Yeah. called Bonusodes. Yes, so we'll be doing some bonusodes. Um, the first one will premiere in between season one and season two. Uh, some of these bonusodes may just be Skylar and myself. However, for this first one, we have a very special guest. I won't reveal who it is, mm-hmm. but we have another fellow podcaster in the Chicago area that we were lucky enough to be able to collaborate with. So we will be chatting with them uh, in the first bonusode. If you got ideas for bonusodes, things that are like. The architecture of the house, mm-hmm. the right, the family trees, like whatever. Yeah, let us know. Weird cameos. Let us know. We'd love to. It, there's gonna be little pockets of bigger things within the whole of Boy Meets World. Thoughts on Girl Meets World. That might be it. Yes. You know, if you've got bonus episode ideas, things that you want to hear us talk about that are not like episode specific, but like larger implications, then we would love to hear from you about Absolutely. your idea for a bonus ode so yeah. shoot us a message slide in our dms as megan said yeah slide into those dms we'd love to hear from you um love to keep the dialogue open about boy meets world so mm-hmm. that's Just it let us know that's the thing that's about it ring the, this is where the bell sound effect goes but the thing but like a really old school bell yeah. you know and uh then we we cut to me saying class dismissed